Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Nervous and waiting, the villagers huddled, arming themselves with what they had gathered. Emerging from ruin, our heroes did slay those wee tricksy goblins who thought it was they who'd triumph in battle, but were slaughtered like cattle. A stranger arrived, and the day he did save, he was this hero wielding a glaive. Welcome to episode 9 of Dice Paper Roll. <coughs> My name is Emil and I'm playing Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian. I'm Dan and I'm playing Thandor, the human fighter. I'm Greg and I'm playing Alan, Aaron Aeon, an Asimar sorcerer. I'm Jack and I'm playing Ariki's song, uh, Tiefling Bard. And I'm Ben, I am the DM, human. Level everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing everyone else. Level omnipotent. <laughs> <laughs> Including, of course, your regular character. Snatch, the halfling rogue. Brilliant. Let's get into it. Who may play a bit of a backseat role from time to time. He had some good shots last game. Yeah, he took out a goblin. He was clear. inspired. Was right? He was. He was he very was lucky. inspired. Very lucky. And also lucky. Mm. Mm. So we pick up this game right on the tail of the last one where you have slain the goblins, Brackeye has decapitated the warg and Thandor has scooped up the unconscious body of the young girl he and Bex had come to rescue and you all take a moment in the aftermath of battle. Uh, the, the villagers cheer, uh, realising that they are free and protected and you all, you all around the depression of the bowl. What do you do? Am I still glowing and flying in the air? Yeah, Aelan, you're still... The wings are still kind of protruding from your back uh, as you feel the, the power of Helm surge through you and, and you realise this is a, uh, an evolution in your life as an Asimar. It's been about a week. You've been flying around for a week. Whee! <laughs> Sheathing his greatsword, Brackeye looks at the newcomer in the clearing who had previously... Who was just just joined in the battle and seemingly saved the day and seemingly saved the day and looks at him and just says mm. who are you? my name is Thandor well met Goliath you wield that sword quite well Tempest must favour you what's that big stick with the sword on the end? this this is my trusty <laughs> glaive I kick the shit out of things with it well glaive to meet you <laughs> He <laughs> used to be a stand-up comedian, don't mind him. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Thandor just dead eyes, no no smile. It works nothing. better. It gives in, you nothing. It works better in giant anyway. <laughs> Can I just uh, float forward towards them, like arms and Holy sides, shit. palms upturned like a Renaissance painting of Jesus? <laughs> just like, ah. Is your robe open or shut? Oh, it's flapping in the wind. <laughs> you, what are you wearing under there? Yeah, nothing. It's, it's, oh. No, I'm not wearing anything. Yeah. That's right. It's leaving Ariki's, very little to the organization. very distracted by that. <laughs> you fly over the top of the head and all the prisoners look up and go, <laughs> Upskirt. 
Uprobe. Uprobe. Yeah, Thandor, you see this glowing celestial being with wings protruding from his back and his eyes kind of luminously glowing float over towards you in the pose he just described. I think Thandor's just a little bit kind of in shock at seeing such a creature and just, yeah, is just sort of standing there, a bit awestruck. As I land, I want to turn off the, like, contain it or either it runs out or the first time I've used it. So being yeah, it's been like, about a minute probably after this all happening, just a few seconds yeah. uh, passing by. So you you land or just above the ground and then the wings wink out and you just kind of <laughs> quite unceremoniously just drop the last foot but try to make it look like it was uh, all planned. Yes, and, uh, uh, well met. Uh, I am Alan. See you have a good heart protecting the children. As do you. You all seem to have just saved this group of villagers. Well, you know, all in a all in a day's work when you're working for Helm, protector of good, uh, electric justice. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So you're a man of the cloth. Yes, I am. Not enough cloth, in my opinion. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's not really your cloth, all that much cloth at all. I'm touching cloth. <laughs> I really need to go for a shit. <laughs> Just a little brown smear on the back of your pure white oh, robe. When, when the yeah. wings kicked in, yeah. it all was like a little bit frightening. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. It really helps the bowels boom. Yes, is tired too. Um, you guys see this young, human, red-headed boy come rushing up to Thandor this human that you've just met um, who's cradling the young girl in his arms and, and he says, Is she alright? Is Vel alright? Who's he? Who are you talking to? I'm, I'm pointing to the kid and I'm talking to Thandor. Okay. Who's he? <laughs> uh, um, this is Bex. Love one. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> his name is Bex. Uh, this is his sister Val. He was the one that led me on this path here. Um, I, can, can I do like a bit of a medicine check or something on the girl and see if of course. she's all good? Yeah, roll a check. Uh, not so good. Uh, that's a six. Okay, you, you look at her and brush the matted hair out of her eyes and um, sort of are at a bit of a loss as to how you might actually heal her. She's, she's breathing and you shake her a little uh, but, but nothing happens she is conscious can any of you help this child not really my department after a, a wee rest I might be able to see how she's going I'm a helper of the week I can try <laughs> seven on my medicine check you also kneel down and, and both of us looking helpless <laughs> yeah, and just like of, holding this girl yeah this move baby. her hair out of the way a little bit of a wisp falls back and you push it back out and you also <laughs> shake her a little bit looking at Thandor and so you both sort of shrug your shoulders a little bit <laughs> I, I, I like um, I, I try and make it look like I know what I'm doing like so I like put my ear to her mouth to check that she's breathing and just kind of you know just try and make it seem a bit Business like and both of us like blustering, like yeah, pretending yeah, we don't know what to do. Uh, and each of us, uh, I need fifty cc's of uh, of uh, uh, I don't know 
Go ahead for all the deception check. <laughs> oh, natural one. Natural one. Um, I got... Uh, How does that play? Deception. Oh, that's a minus one to that. That's a 11. Yeah, you win. Yeah, okay. So, Thandor, the, the newcomer, looks like he knows what he's doing, but Alan starts doing the same thing, but he puts his mouth to... Uh, like, puts, yeah, puts his mouth to her ear and starts blowing. What are you doing? And you guys see through this and awkwardly look and just go, oh, pull on the collars a bit. Ooh. <laughs> um, is she still? Is she actually alive? Yeah, she's breathing. Uh, she's just uh, unconscious. Has, uh, unconscious. Uh, oh, okay. okay so the rest of the uh, prisoners behind you, um, uh, uh, Fernan is there. He's, Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for, for saving our lives. It's very, very impressive. No worries, Fernan. And uh, Snatch has the crossbow that he puts uh, on the loop on his belt and says, oh, perhaps we should uh, move, move on from here, do you think? Um, Where will you be safe, Fernan? Where will you and all these people be safe? Oh, well, uh, we, Limber is gone, so I don't know. I, I think perhaps we should head to Greymead, although it's quite a trek. Yes. Who has been to Greymead before? I, I have lived in Greymead for quite some time. I can lead us there. Um, it's just that way. East of here. East. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then a little bit south. <laughs> and then a little bit south. <laughs> and then a little bit north. And Fernando goes, ah, I know exactly the way. Um, <laughs> Furnace, I said, well, you go a little bit south and then north and south and east. Uh, it is to the east, southeast, um, but you've got the woods in between you and hills and road. It's probably going to take you several days to get there by foot. Uh, you will need to either go around the Hastewood, around the western edge, or through it to get back to Lindra and the road, and the road is probably the easiest way there. Can't go over it. <laughs> <laughs> Have to go through it. Have to go through it. You guys look over and there's this uh, alabaster-skinned, horned tiefling with a decapitated wolf's head on top of her, the stain of blood coming out of her nose, dripping down her chin, and like old sort of crusty vomit from the the other time she vomited at the start of the day, standing there with her lute singing that song, and it's clear that uh, everyone needs a little bit of rest, but there's just a moment of silence as all the prisoners and all of the heroes look at you. And then I'm like, she reminds me of Courtney Love. Can't go through, through it. And then I like finish with like a little bit of a twang on the lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you uh, live in Greymead, warrior, I can take us there. I think it would probably best to head towards uh, the main road and get there as quickly as possible. Reckon it must Everybody's find Amelia. Who is Amelia? Yeah, maybe uh, as we walk, we should fill Thandor in on what's been happening here. What's been happening here? Well met, Thandor. I am Aelan. Well met. Yes. Clasp wrists. That we did. Ow. Just explaining for the listeners. (laughs) I'm quite weak. (laughs) (laughs) Hurt my wrists a bit. (laughs) Um, Your your arrival was uh, well-timed. You wield that glaive with mighty strength. I've trained with it a long time and it is very trusty. Very ally. impressive. 
I think all of you were very uh, impressive as well. And anyone who will stand up and look after innocence, well, good in my books. Unlike like these fuckers. I like this guy. <laughs> my name is Brackeye. Brackeye, well met. I am Thandor. No A, Lan. I'm Snatch. Snatch. Well met. Uh, I'm Mariki Song. I, I'm uh, from the north. Well, Pleased to meet you. There's <laughs> 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 a faint waft coming off of you. I feel a little, a bit of a dry wrench. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, lovely to meet you. Uh, the the. I, I reach out my hand and attempt to shake. Crusty, dry. Yeah, blood. Th- there's clearly like bits of wolf and mucus uh, all over my hand. I, actually, well, I I'm guess a, I'm a pale. I'm a pale being of of with like red eyes, and so like the the blood coming from the wolf's head is it's quite stark against my skin around my around my head, and also on my hands, it's quite clear. Well. I- to be honest, like I, I'm not—I haven't got the best intelligence, so I think I just kind of look at that and just be like, "Wow, you must kill a lot of these fuckers." <laughs> and and I'm, I clasp you by the wrist, wrist as well, and go, oh, you must be a mighty warrior. Well met." Thank you. I wish more people would treat me with such respect. And you guys shake hands in in greeting, and, and Bex steps forward. And says, uh, I think that going back through the Hastewood will get us the most direct route to, uh, route to... This boy... Route to Linbra? This boy is quite the tracker. He helped me get here. I think he can help us get out. Well, boy, your, uh, your ingenuity is refreshing. And what do you call this wee puppy? Oh, this? This is Dog. That's an original name. Thanks. I thought (laughs) long and hard about this one. Good boy, dog. Good dog, dog. Good. He smiles up at you and wags his tail. So you guys go about gathering the prisoners and the villagers and you start moving on in a, a southward direction. I'll, I'll carry um, uh, Val. Val. Yep. Along. Yep, so she's still unconscious and uh, you guys can make uh, you make the forest edge um, after not too long. And Bex... Let me uh, know if you need a hand with her. My arms get tired. I'll uh, after you. Mm. Uh, yeah, you guys approach the forest and, and Bex, Bex starts to lead the way through the forest and Brackeye, you're quite surprised by his ability. He's actually a, a pretty skilled woodsman and he leads you guys through the forest and uh, you, get, you get to the abandoned goblin camp that you were at the day before at dusk time and it's probably a good place to... to Should we find rest. rest here, friends? There are some blankets and, and coverings for the... The villagers. Can I um, have a, a perception check for like a river or something to have a bit of a clean down? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I guess we are resting then. Brackeye is quite tired. Yes, I am mentally weary from the day. You look around for some fresh water, but you don't really have much uh, apart from what you have in your water skins. Okay. So you can use that to try and wash yourself off a little bit if you want. Um, no, nah, but I, I'm feeling kind of quite, um, gross, so... Yeah, you look pretty gross. Yeah, um, so Ariki's, like, pretty, 
like doesn't really have a sense of like other people around, so he starts getting undressed. Just in like, front of just everyone. completely undressed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the middle of the Braco, abandoned Golden War camp, you see this happening. Braco raises his eyebrow and looks kind of quizzically, not right. away, but at her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, I just need to clean myself off. Got got a water skin, so I might just give myself a bit of a. Uh, Th- Thandor's gonna just sort of get a bit, little bit uppity and just be like, oh, oh, oh my, and just kind of uh, think, oh, look, look the other way. And, Am uh, I needed over there? Oh, sure, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this, uh, this poor child. Oh, God, help us, Tempest. Snatch sits on a rock, uh, sharpening a dagger, looking straight at you. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yes. We'll leave that to the listeners. <laughs> So all in all, I just want to go sharpen my dagger. <laughs> I don't. I don't take too long. So like, I just in in front. Of, did we set up a fire? Yeah, yeah everyone's kind of setting up camp and helping yeah. to, to set up a fire. So you, um, yeah. uh, Brackeye, you go out and look for some food. And you manage to track down a, uh, a brace of rabbits, a few rabbits that you can bring back in your skin. You're able to feed everyone. The prisoners are so grateful for it because they haven't been properly fed for a long time. And you're able to sit down at a campfire through the night, set a watch, and. Does anyone want to do anything in particular? Not really. Yeah. I'm just too busy helping the villagers to notice Ariki getting naked in the camp and, um, yeah, just getting them settled and scavenging amongst the the ruins for any blankets or coverings and stuff. Yeah, you find some uh, adequate coverings and blankets, although they're pretty dirty and unwashed in the fashion of goblins. But the, the prisoners are... Yeah, the cold night air. Yeah, well, the, the air is quite cold as early winter's setting on uh, and the light of a waxing moon, a gibbous moon, is sort of shining through, so it's quite a bright night as well. Brackeye's going to try and discover whether or not there's some family members of either Amelia or Dale within this group of villagers. Yeah, uh, you can investigation. roll an investigation check. No good. It's just a two. Just a plain old two. You walk around talking to some of them, uh, inquiring after that fact, uh, but it doesn't seem that there are any family members mm. of those guys. Mm. Do you want to set a watch? Um, I'll I'll start. Um, so I've reclothed myself. Yep. Um, I, I've I've washed off a little bit of the the muck. Not a huge amount. Small water skin. Yeah. And um, you do look better than oh, you did. way better. Uh, it wasn't hard though. Yeah. Um, um, and then I get out my lute and start playing a song of rest. Excellent. Yeah. So once Ariki's cleaned herself up, she uh, starts playing a, a lilting little tune on her lute uh, as everyone starts to settle down and get ready for a, a night's sleep. And you've set a watch. Um, Rack, I would like to go early morning at dawn. And then I guess all of the villagers. I will take first well. watch. Have a um, and I, I, I think. Uh, Thandor would be doing something similar to what Alien was doing, like kind of looking after the villagers, but also just trying to find out information in terms of where these villagers are from. Great. And that sort of thing, like whether it's just Lynnborough or there's other people and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so Fernan and a, f- a few others are from Lynnborough, but a lot of the Lynnboroughans were slain uh, in that attack. The majority of the prisoners. So Lin- there were Linbras. 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 You call a man from Linbra. 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 Uh, 
you guys had in the in the abandoned mine when you freed the thirty or so prisoners, most of them were from Tal Dawn and had been there for a few weeks. Now only twenty of the prisoners actually made it out. Uh, the tunnel collapsed on several of them, and they relay a story of you to you about uh, a goblin coming down on a wolf and knocking out that pole that had been supporting the mine, which is what caused the collapse. Uh, so there are about 20 of them, only Fernan and a couple of others from Limbra. The rest of them are from Tal Dawn, mm-hmm. and uh, Val and Bex are from Pendle. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're the only ones from Pendle. Yes. Okay. Yeah, everyone else from Pendle was slain. Okay. Yeah. Are we able to know if they know the boy? Uh, Bex? Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Get to know him now. The new taste of Bex. <laughs> <laughs> He's refreshing. Yeah, he's he's refreshing. Sorry, I, I misunderstood that. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, as you guys are all getting ready to rest and go to sleep, you contemplate the events of the day. And Alan, you can feel the sorceress energy pulsing within you, and you meditate upon it, and are able to have a, a communion with a Andrew Brackeye. You have been experiencing so much rage in the course of the last couple of days as a result of uh, interacting with humans and humanoids again and the rage inside you is increasing but you feel almost that you can control it in a way in terms of releasing it. Ariki's song, you um, let out a few vicious mockeries and some pretty cutting words and you feel your power growing also. Um, so everyone goes up a level tonight. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so yeah, you can roll. You're going to make a toast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I propose a toast to going up a level. <laughs> I previously yes. was on level two, but now I will yeah. be on level three. Does anyone want to spend their hit dice? As the... Yes, I'd like to spend a hit dice and use my dice of rest to add on to that. So if anyone wants to roll the hit dice, so Greg rolled his. Five hit points. What did you get, Emil? I got an eight. Cool. So you're back up to four. Sure am. Ariki's song. Use your song of rest. So yeah, I'm up to four. You're you're also back up to full by using your hit dice. I got four, so I was on nine. No worries. And Tandor, do you... No, I'm good. All right. I only took three damage. So, you guys set watch, and you all make camp for the night, and the night passes uneventfully, and you wake in the morning to another fresh, crisp winter's day, early winter, and it's, it's fairly, fairly cold, but the sky is clear and blue, and the sun is shining, and Bex and Brackeye lead the way through the rest of the wood to the destroyed ashes of Lindborough, and you're able to pick up the road again and start making your way towards Greymead to the east. Is there anything to salvage in Roll an investigation. I'd also like to do that. 20! Oh, that's a natural 20. First natural of the game. Yep. Of the whole game? Four yeah, hours. today. Oh. <clears throat> 20. Three. I got a three. Um, plus... Yeah, Ricky's song, you definitely do not find anything. Plus two, so five. That's, does that change? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like Brack Eye Finds is quite, if not sad, then a bit bitter. Like, yeah, just like a bitter, kind of not a nice place to be. Yeah, well, Dale's corpse is still mm. leaning up against the, the edge of the building uh, where you guys left yeah, him. I'll hang on the fringe. I'll hang on the fringe of the town and just kind of wait. 
Yeah, okay. Well, are we back in Limburg? Yeah, you're back in Limburg. Oh. oh, that happened fast. I thought where's, we were at the camp. Where's Dale? No, no I just... Dale? <clears throat> you just said... I just said you made your way, so you made your way through. Yeah, so, so we're in Limburg. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll up randomly for you on a... Uh, just looking for more, like, blankets and coats and stuff for the villagers. Uh, you rolled a 20, food. so you find gold. <laughs> Uh, you do find one building that isn't as badly burnt, miraculously. You find a couple of blankets in there, but you also find 50 gold pieces worth of gems. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is a bit of a score. As you go in there and, and you find a kind of a stone slab that is able to be pushed aside and there's a compartment that whoever lived there before... Uh, had dug out underneath the house and there's a few blankets and 50 gold pieces of gems obviously a lifetime of savings nice not only are they dead and their homes burnt down but they've lost all of their savings I guess if they're dead they probably don't care right I suppose yeah I mean imagine like relatives somewhere I mean who cares about them if I find them as a religious man (laughs) you might yeah, take, take note of the address. You could, you could perhaps ask the fellow people of Lindborough who... Who lived there. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I lived there. People of Lindborough who lived That's in this house. That was mine. Fernan has... Oh, that was... Uh, that was... I forget his name. Rather pleasant chap. He's dead now, so... Ah, uh, terrible shame. Pat the fucking gem pouch on my belt. Uh, Fernan looks at his shop a little bit dazed and, and runs <laughs> arms flailing uh, out of the, <laughs> the village towards Brackeye who's waiting on the other side and you guys um, make your way down the road uh, and start travelling towards Greymead. Oh yeah, I want to give out those blankets, I don't want to just keep them for myself. Yeah, yeah. You, you hold on just to the Just out amongst these freezing <laughs> villages with three blankets <laughs> on my shoulders. Oh, toasty. Oh, <laughs> well, you haven't had much on underneath Really, for the rest for of winter. the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe, maybe you maybe don't need to tie one into a bit of a hey, nap. Okay, that, that could be a good pick-up line for you. Hey, baby, winter is coming and so might I be. <laughs> <laughs> so you hand out the blankets to other <laughs> villagers who look a little bit cold and you guys are all making your way down the dirt road towards Greymead. Uh, it's a pretty uneventful journey with the prisoners who are a little bit malnourished but feeling better after the feed that they had at the camp last night. You guys make your way eastward. Um, you find a spot, a suitable spot on the side of the road that night and make camp again. You set watch. Nothing particularly eventful happens for the next few days as you make your way into the city. The days remain pretty sunny. A couple of uh, moments, hours where there's a bit of drizzle here and there. It's a little chilly. But the last day of your travel, the third day, takes you through gently rolling farmland, which is dotted with livestock and people working. And Thandor, you know that you are getting very close to the city of Greymead. Awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Um, I wonder if we're getting close to the city of Greymead. Yes, in fact we are. You know, it's only... How, how far did, is it? How many time, day? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Would you say it was beyond those hills? <laughs> ah, yes, it's just beyond those hills. And as you crest those hills, right. uh, in mid-afternoon of the third day, you see before you the city of Greymead, which is nestled on the west bank of a river that flows in from the northeast and then continues south past the city. And the city itself is surrounded by fields of wheat and grass and dotted with livestock and farms. And you can see 
travellers on horseback on the road in the distance uh, in front of you and the occasional wagon on the road that approaches the city as well and there are a few vessels that float lazily along the river. Uh, the city itself is founded on a much larger and slightly higher hill than the rest of the surrounding farmland and uh, at the top of that hill at the city centre is a stone keep which is surrounded by a stone wall and then surrounding that are the hundreds of buildings that make up the city itself. So some of those are made of stone, others are made of brick or wood and there are roofs of slate and thatch so it's a fairly prosperous city. Um, Many of the buildings comprise of just a single story structure, but you can also see dotted throughout the city uh, buildings uh, that are two stories and you can make out several buildings that could be inns or even temples or other organisations. And there are plumes of smoke that drift from the city's chimneys and you can even detect a hint of wood smoke in the air all the way from here. Um, you're a mile or so out from the city. And you also make out a stone wall that rings the city itself Although there are houses and buildings outside of it and there seems to be more of a shanty town on the east bank of the river. So looking at it, if you had to guess, those of you who have had a bit of experience with civilization, uh, Greymead probably is home to several thousand people. So just so you get a... For you oh, guys to have a quick look at. The classic Martin Bailey setup. Yes. So you guys uh, have come from Lindra along here. You guys have travelled along a dirt road through um, past a couple of villages. You pass a, a river on your way in, in the middle of the farmlands towards Greymead. So a river flows through Greymead. Well, it flows, it flows by the, uh, the east bank. So the, yeah, the yeah. city itself is Which actually is settled between. on the west bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's not a river important. passing through the city. It passes by, by. But some settlements, more of a shanty town, shanty it seems to have popped yeah. up on the other side. Right. And most of the city itself is walled. But yep. there, again, there are some houses and structures on the outside of that outer perimeter just because of people growth. coming yep. to the city and growth. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so the, are there yeah. bridges across the river? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, a bridge across this little stream here. Oh, okay. um, and what about the big river that flows by? There's a bridge Yeah, yeah, there. you can see there's a... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can see there's a road and a bridge leading out from the other side of the city. Those, those are other villages that we passed along they were all fucked up or they were oh no so sorry I probably should have explained that so you do you do pass one village on the way the village of Lanwick uh, which is home to a a few hundred people it's a fairly big village they have not heard anything about goblins they they seem to be fine they're business as usual what's a goblin Get your hot rocks here. <laughs> Get your burning rocks. <laughs> burning. Well, we wasn't now in two cities. <laughs> hot rock cart. <laughs> it's the new craze that's going around the town. Everyone's wanting a hot rock in their pocket. You gotta have your hot rocks. Get your flame from a cart. Flame from a cart. Burning cart right here selling flames. It's a fire sale. A fire yeah. sale. <laughs> You got pockets, you can keep them real warm. <laughs> With a hot rock, a burning rock. Get your hot rocks. Business is usually in Lanwick where they specialise in hot rocks, where you're going to stay <laughs> the first night. Burning uh, cuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, they got hot rocks here too. <laughs> 
Cool. And yeah, so the city's circular, keep in the middle. Let's find out who rules this town and tell them about the goblin raids. Find these people somewhere to stay uh, safe. So, well, Fandor, you said you live here. Uh, yes, so we should head to the centre of town towards the keep and speak to Lady Verasal. Ah, is she the mayor? Uh, she is the ruler in these parts, yes. She uh, is the head of uh, a small council of merchantmen and uh, other officials within the city. A woman rules this place. That's that she does. Incredible. Not in this world. <laughs> many women run many cities. This is great news. Up north, we're way, way backward. A bit patriarchal, is it? Yes, totally, totally, completely backward. Well, that's, that's the thing about feudalism. You never can tell. <laughs> that's such a 1400s attitude. <laughs> great, so you guys approach the city. Uh, you're a couple of miles away, you make your way through gentle rolling farmland, there's farms, uh, the presence of the farm starts to intensify as you get closer. As we're riding in, can I ask um, Fandor, they look like temples there, Fandor, um, are there temples in this in this city? Uh, there are temples, uh, my name is Thandor. Awkward. Oh, oh yes. Sorry. It's quite all right. We're Sorry. The rather Than, than a Thandor, th- yes. Thandor. No, that's what I said. You're right, my good righteous man. Uh, there is five temples within our little uh, city here. Mm. Temples? temples? Tell me more of these temples. There is a temple of Tempus, and there is... Uh, perhaps I should roll a religion check. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you would know. Uh, there's, there's one of Pelor. There's one to Kelimvor, Denia, who is the god of writing, and Shantia, who is the goddess of agriculture. Um, Denia um, is is like Denier. sees the nearest inn and is like, oh, sorry guys, one. I've got to take a piss. <laughs> yeah, actually not even in the city yet. She just yeah. runs off to a bush uh, and. Pops a squat. Yeah, pops a squat while while uh, Thandor informs the rest of the party about the temples. So tell us about these temples. Uh, so there's a. Sound uh, <laughs> oh, <that sounded> busy. <laughs> there is uh, m- many many temples in our little city. There is one to Pelor. There's one to Kalimvor, Denir, um, Tempus. What was the other one? Shantea. Shantea. Uh Goddess farming. of agriculture. Goddess. No. Yes, the farming goddess. You seem like uh, quite the religious man. You seem to know quite a bit about all this. I was raised in a, a temple of Helm. I'm an acolyte of him, and I, I am a gift to the followers of Helm. My birth uh, as a, an Asimar is, is celebrated in the temple, and... I set out to do Helm's good works to protect the good people in the way that it, using the gifts that he has given me which seems to be blowing shit up <laughs> <laughs> and might I say you do it very well I'm Snatch getting better thank you Snatch mm. you're very handy with that crossbow oh I try uh, what was going on with those wings that burst out of your back 
the other day. Very by the way. You never to told us you. you could fly. I didn't know I could fly. I guess I. Uh, did you believe? I guess you. Did you believe you could fly? I did. I believed I could touch the sky. <laughs> um, I think I, about it every night and day. I guess you could call it. I became a, an ASMR man. With my wings sprouted. Congratulations. And I, uh, I engaged my full potential as a, an instrument of helm. Uh, Although I'm sure I've got I, much more potential. I think you have that. a lot more potential to fulfill. Well, no. Thank you, Thandor. Now that we've done sucking each other's dicks, what else is going on? Wristies. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys consider this option, you actually uh, have approached through the outer uh, area of the city um, and you see that there are kind of these poorer quality markets and and peasants um, milling about and you approach one of the gates, you can see that the stone wall surrounding the city is uh, about 15 feet high. Uh, It's fairly well constructed but not very, very tall and the city itself probably as far as cities go is considered more on the smaller scale and there is, there are two guards stationed to the side of an open gate, which is about 15 feet wide. Um, and there is a dwarf and a half-elf woman, both holding spears, long spears, and they have chainmail on, and they stand there, and the dwarf steps forward and goes, Hey, state your business. I, oh. I, I, I walk straight up to the dwarf and say, I am Thandor, I am an acolyte of Tempest here at the temple. Uh, we need to speak to Lady... Oh, fuck, what is her name? Uh, Verisal. Uh, Vera Sal. G'day, down. my name's Vera! <laughs> Vera Sal. People call me something else, but uh, you can just call me V. <laughs> Badgersol. Lady Badgersol. <laughs> Good four names, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and your uh, and your steward applicator. <laughs> uh, we also need to find uh, a place for these villagers to rest and and find safe harbour. Ah, I see. Soldier of Tempest, are you? That I am. Hmm. And he he casts a, a squinty dwarven eye over the straggling prisoners and uh, not prisoners fr- the straggling villagers that are behind you, and looks at you and goes. Did you say your name was again? My name is Thandor. We have uh, villagers that need help. I can see that. And he looks at you and he looks at the uh, the crest of Tempest, uh, which is on your uh, cloak. Yeah, yeah cloak. on my cloak. Yeah. yeah, as you turn around to gesture at the villagers, he sees the upright flaming sword of Tempest. And he goes, well, as long as you stay out of the trouble, you're welcome in Greymead. Oh, you got a sign of Tempest on your back? I've not seen that before. I've only ever looked you at... Um, yeah, we've only ever front. spoken face to face. I've ridden in front of you this whole way. Yeah. Three or four it's, days. It's pretty, it's pretty hard to miss. It's uh, a yeah, big, big flaming sword. Quite, yeah, quite the quite the manoeuvre to keep that hidden for four days. Um, <laughs> yes. So, Thandor, you know the city pretty well. You guys have a bunch of uh, people who need looking after and uh, protection. What, what would you like to do? You have a temple first. here, right, Thandor? Uh, yes, we do. So I think we should take all the villagers towards the temple district. Um, Speak with Lady Varicella. Yeah, we can we Nailed. can do that as well. Perhaps she can help us in getting accommodation for 
these poor people. Otherwise, hopefully, the different temples might be able to disperse between themselves. Don't forget, you live at the... where you train. Oh, the acolyte... Um, well, you and Vince are, are, are responsible for looking after the, the compound, and the Fist of Tempest left several weeks ago, so there are a number of beds at your... It's not a church, is it? It's a yeah, temple, we'll call it a temple. How, how many beds? Fistful? Yeah, about a <laughs> fistful of beds. About 20? Yeah, about 20. Yeah. Funnily enough. Yeah. Uh, yes, well, Thanks I... Thanks for sleep in the fridge. <laughs> After a momentary uh, <laughs> mind slip, uh, well, uh, currently the Temple of Tempest is empty. There's only myself and Vince currently looking after the the temple, so there should be more than adequate oh, accommodation. Aggressive. Let's pop this mob in there, and then let's go see Lady Verisal. Yes, I think we should go and see Lady Verisal. Fantastic. So, Thandor, you lead the way through the city, and um, the, the city's quite bustling. There's uh, hundreds of people milling around, people hawking their wares, uh, trading in, in cotton and wheat and uh, livestock. There are wagons that roll past you and people riding horses, and there's a few inns that you pass by, uh, one called the Siren's Call and another one called Three Leaping Fish and another one called the Gilded Phoenix. And you make your way past... Brackeye takes a second look at that one. <laughs> so as Brackeye strolls past the Gilded Phoenix, uh, he, he reads the sign and just catches his attention momentarily. And, and, uh, you make your way through the, the sights and uh, sounds of this city and, uh, and the smells as well. You smell all kinds of different food. And, uh, you walk past a few poorer areas as well that don't smell uh, so homely. And... Thandor, you lead the group to the south side of the city, uh, where the temple is, and uh, you, you walk through the doors. The rest of you see um, you're expecting perhaps something a bit more grand, but uh, on the sides, on the, the sides of the gate, uh, engraved in the stonework, is the flaming upright sword of Tempest. But other than that, it just looks like quite a large barracks or military compound, uh, which is still quite impressive. But, but perhaps different to other temples you might have seen in Thandor. You uh, head in. Come through. Come through, everyone. Find a find a place to, to lay your resty... What? Resty, resty heads. Resty, resty heads. Resty, resty ye or weary heads. Weary heads. Rest your weary resty heads. Resty ye. Brackeye helps out just settling people. With you. Germans or somewhere there. Yeah. Uh, and you, a door opens and uh, from one end uh, you see a, a slim, dark-haired half-elf come in. Ah, Thandor, Thandor, you're back. Welcome to you all. My name is Vince. My name is Vince. You, who are all these people? These are the people from Linborough and Taldorn. They look like they've been through quite an ordeal. Is uh, What's... You all need protection? What's going on here? I think some more... Some need protection more than others. These fellow people uh, seem to be able to hold their own. Make beds for these uh, refugees, friend. We will find our own lodgings in the city. And you, you, you tell him what's happened in the villages, and as soon as he hears, he goes, Oh my, oh my, this is of great concern. You have 
welcome here, friends. Please, please stay. And, uh, and he welcomes Bex uh, and and Takes Bell. A sip. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he welcomes <laughs> Bex. <sighs> Hospitality, Bex. Oh, and by the way, uh, his sister woke up a couple of days ago. She wasn't in a coma. No, she wasn't day. in a coma. <laughs> She's been very quiet. Just so. super boring. Yeah. Just really. Yeah. Like, oh, not yeah. there. Not there again. <laughs> oh, just, oh, oh God. Oh. What? Oh. oh, I had a real afternoon. Oh. <laughs> Even I bad. find her distasteful. Jeez. It's really. Oh, God. Christ, she sucks. Oh. She just sucks. She doesn't talk much, but when she does, Fuck, it's cold she hadn't. Oh. If I hear about crochet one, one more fucking time. She's sitting on the bed and looks up and hears you guys talking about that and it's like, you know, those kind of anime things where the cat with the big eyes looks up and quiver and just a single tear rolls down oh, the cheek. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to flagellate myself for that one tonight. You <laughs> 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 Oh, that's what my back means. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not, like, not like the under the leg backhand or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! All right, so you leave the you leave the uh, the homeless villagers from the, from all the other places in the care of vents, and you go to seek accommodation elsewhere. Um, I think we should go to find this lady first, then we find somewhere to stay. Sounds good, Brackeye. Always thinking. Hmm. Great, thanks. You're an intellectual for a rugged mountain rock man. What's that mean? You think good. No, rock man. You're a Goliath. You've and got quite rocky skin. The? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. It means it's a, it's a thing we say to fill the space between nouns. Ah. <laughs> thanks. No, no problem. I've enjoyed this awkward exchange, my rocky friend. I've enjoyed the two. <laughs> Excellent. Learning. Oh, learning. Uh, fantastic. So you guys make your way up to the keep in the centre of town. Thandor leads yeah, the way, although you've never been the there yourself, but you, you show the rest of the party uh, how to get there. And uh, you approach the building... Uh, it's about mid-afternoon and uh, there's a, a guard looking a little bit lazy and bored as you approach. Oh, good afternoon, travellers. What can I do for you? Good afternoon, good sir guard. We seek an audience with Lady... Verisal. Verisal. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes, we thought it might be the big stone building on top of the hill. We tried down the road, but nobody... Not uh, so good. No, we no, tried at no. the uh, the Gilded Phoenix. Well, you definitely won't find her there. You'll find her here. Just, uh, what, what your name, sorry? Uh, my name's Riki Song. Ooh, nice name. What's your name? My name, my name's Phil. <laughs> right, What's Phil. What's funny about that? No, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. My name's Brackeye. Brackeye. Mm. He kind of looks at you all up and down, you know. Motley crew sees this glowing creature and a little cheeky halfling. And fear not, good Phil. I am Alan, Aaron Aeon, an Asimar of Helm, and I wish to persuade him that we are good people. Roll appropriate check. I'm surprised you haven't included 
a acolyte in your <laughs> a acolyte. Twenty-three. Ooh. Damn. And he looks at you and goes, Oh, you look like very good people. Wait right here and I'll go and speak to the lady. And with that he turns around and trots off towards the keep. Uh, and you guys wait for maybe two or three minutes. Rakai just looks at um Aylan and says, You talk intellectual. Thank you, winning smile. Ding! <laughs> it seems you're well known around this parts. Uh, not particularly. I haven't really actually uh, had much opportunity to speak to Lady Verisal or any of the people in the, the main keep. The Sometimes it's better just to listen. I have been mainly in the in the temple. I haven't been able to see... I haven't had need... To meet with the mayor, the mayor, mayor, the mayor, the mayor, the lady. Well, uh, it seems your time in the temple is well spent. Your skill with the glaive is uh, been well demonstrated. You see, Phil come back out with a big grin on his face, and he goes, "Lady Veracell will accept you all now. If you please come this way." And uh, he turns around and goes, "Open the doors!" and the big double doors behind him open up uh, into a rather um, lavish well, yeah, into, a, in, into a, a warm, inviting looking corridor and that's where we'll end the episode awesome that was episode number 9 of Dice Paper Roll, tune in next week to hear about the adventures of Thandor, A.A. Ron Oriki's song, the little guy Snatch, <laughs> Snatch and also Brakai Should we do, like, just, I don't know, 30 seconds of kind of no street noise? Yeah. Great. Bestest, get the bestest. Where's he going? Hey, what's up, man? Get your hands up, man. Get back here, you old lad. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. Baby, who wants a baby? Bring out your babies. Bring out your babies. Get your babies. Get your babies here. Fresh baby. That's not a baby, that's a shaved puppy. <laughs> <laughs>
just head to patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll.